Hi, I'm Mo Abdelbaki, and this is episode three of my podcast. Welcome to Out of Mo's Mind. Welcome. Today's episode is called The Love in Every Jack-O-Lantern's Eyes, and it's all about jack-o'-lanterns and where they actually came from. You ready? Halloween is a big money holiday. Between candy, costumes, and animatronic zombies for your front yard, not to mention inflatables and all the other stuff, you can spend a fortune. Luckily, one of the most important and magical symbols of the day is relatively inexpensive, the jack-o'-lantern. There's nothing like the smell of a pumpkin after it's opened up and scooping out those slippery seeds with my bare hands. I can still taste those seeds right now. I know you're not supposed to eat that stuff uncooked, but when you're a kid, you'll eat anything. (laughs) Carving is always an adventure, don't you think? I tried every single year to make my pumpkin as scary as possible. No matter how ferocious the face, no one was ever intimidated. But then, how could the promise of candy be scary? I'd insert the candle, light it, turn off the lights, and watch my pumpkin come to life. It was one of the highlights of Halloween for me. Today, we have artificial pumpkins, some pre-carved and some not, complete with electric bulbs and ready for display. I suppose it was inevitable. After all, we have artificial Christmas trees. I saw a tree recently, opulently pre-decorated with lights, ornaments, and ribbons. It collapses to under five inches in thickness for easy storage. Just shove it under the bed, forget about it until, oh, September, maybe? You know? I have nothing against these innovations. Well, almost nothing. Most of us have heard the story of how jack-o'-lanterns came to be. It's said that they were placed in front of homes in order to keep hungry spirits and demons at bay. There's more to this story, at least for me. This tradition goes all the way back to the British Isles thousands of years ago. In the old calendar, Samhain was the beginning of the new year. Samhain is more or less our Halloween. At sunset, the old year ended and the new year began. It was believed that an actual doorway opens between worlds, one that allows those who've departed to mingle amongst us, some unseen and others quite visible. Samhain night is a busy one filled with all sorts of interesting entities. The potential for a spirit getting lost was a very real one, at least in the minds of those who believed in Samhain. For a visitor from the other side, it was like our dreams, strange images and confusion, often the norm. The world of the living confused the departed. In our physical world, travelers often lost their way on the dangerous moors and deadly peat bogs, Even those who were familiar with the terrain found themselves misled by strange lights that flickered here and there, beckoning every weary traveler to what they assumed was a safe refuge in the midst of treacherous surroundings. Sometimes, these lights would move as if someone were carrying a lantern. Stories of the -the will-o'-the-wisp and fairy rings were told. These rings were powerful places where wild magic thrived and time stood still. It was said that to walk into a fairy ring was to lose time, to the point of spending decades of one's life in what seemed to be a single hour. In the middle of all this magic, there was one entity that really stood out, 
and that was Jack of the Lantern or Jack-o'-lantern. Some believe this supernatural entity wandered the moors with a lantern in his hands or even with his face lit up like a phantom's, complete with brightly glowing eyes. Sometimes Jack led travelers to safety and other times to their demise. Some conspiratorial minds imagine Jack as having a specific agenda, one designed to collect as many wandering souls as possible while the doorway between two worlds was open. Eventually, many of these tales were engulfed by the dogma of modern religion, turning Jack into something more sinister than he was. He was demonized and vilified. Such perversions of the old ways are common. Imagine being a villager on Samhain, knowing that confused souls were wandering about in search of shelter and food. Then imagine that you might know a few of these departed travelers. Now this seems like a good time to mention that that doorway was next to the village. In other words, the doorway between worlds was very close to home, and those wanderers between worlds whom Jack was trying to lead back to home, well, they could get lost. And so it was very important that they come back to the village where they were from, because that's where the door would open and they would then move on. You'd obviously be concerned about their well-being and determined to try to do something to ensure their safe passage. I know that's exactly how I would feel. Remember, they know they're going to be following the jack-o'-lantern. So why not bring it close to home so that until he really does show up to take them, well, they'll know where to be. It's just possible that I'd take a turnip or something and hollow it out to make a lantern out of it in order to guide spirits somewhere safe on their journey. I might even carve a face in it to make it something familiar and also to let the spirits know that humans live in the house. I'd then prepare gifts of food for those hungry travelers, hoping that someday someone would do the same for me. I would do none of this out of fear, but out of responsibility and love. Perhaps there were those who carved terrifying faces on their lanterns in order to protect themselves, but I don't think that was the original purpose. I believe that on this sacred night, it wasn't about fear at all. It was about the gift of awareness it was about sharing and loving. Today, a jack-o'-lantern on the doorstep signifies that the occupant of the home is willing to play the game of trick-or-treat with Halloween revelers. It means welcome and the promise of a gift to anonymous wanderers, whomever they may be, for their long night's journey. Both giver and receiver are blessed with the continuity of tradition and a connection of trust. Thousands of years ago, those who gave to wandering souls received the blessings of their ancestors while passing on a tradition that ensured the continuity of caring. I love jack-o'-lanterns. I love what they represent, the memories they stir up, and most of all, I love the idea that I just might be giving something that will give back to others someday, the gifts of charity, caring, and magic. Be it an actual pumpkin or a foam replica, I'll play the ancient game as long as I'm on this side of the veil. It's way too important to lose, and way too much fun not to play. Until we meet again, I wish you all peace and love. Happy Halloween. <laughs>